everybody, welcome back to Miami Minute, where we cover my favorite team, the Miami Dolphins. I'm Brian Marr. So, we're back. 2022 training camps have commenced. We've seen a few days of practice, so I figured let's get into it. Unlike last offseason, where we had a big storyline that was happening during camp, which was, of course, Xavier Howard wanting a new contract. We don't have anything quite as in the moment. This is more a video to kind of touch on the storylines that we're going to be seeing in 2022. It's no secret that this offseason started off in a tumultuous fashion with the firing of Brian Flores, which led to accusations of tampering involving Tom Brady and a yacht, uh, as well as a lawsuit filed by Brian Flores against the NFL revolving around their racist hiring practices. Then it took a hopeful turn with the hiring of former 49ers offensive coordinator Mike McDaniel as the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. That led to the signing of free agents such as Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, and Cedric Wilson. Then the capstone of the offseason was of course the trade for Tyree Kill, which really should add an entirely new dimension to the Miami Dolphins offense. So after back-to-back -back winning seasons for the first time in years and loading up on talent, what can we expect out of the Dolphins heading into 2022? What are the major storylines? First and foremost, of course, it's going to be the continuing development of Tua Tungavailoa. I've never seen a quarterback face so much weird and often harsh criticism that isn't really in line with how he's performed on the field. Of course, being a Miami Dolphins fan, I could just be, you know, more sensitive to it, but it really does seem like there are certain members of the media, certain fans who just don't want to it to succeed and can't really analyze what type of a player he is in an honest way. I'm a big believer in the potential that Tua has, especially now that there is so much talent around him, but that doesn't change the fact that there's going to be a lot of pressure on him going into this season. He's played solid but not spectacular football in his short career, throwing for 4,467 yards, 27 touchdowns, and 15 interceptions. This is while compiling a 13-8 record as well as going 8-5 last season, but the Dolphins have failed to make the playoffs in both of these seasons. I do feel that Tua has shown that he is a at very least capable quarterback coming off of a potentially like devastating injury and facing less than ideal coaching situations, lots of different offensive coordinators, uh, and it just it just seems like even though Brian Flores was a great coach when it comes to defense, he didn't quite know what he wanted to do on offense, and several players have come out and said that the situation Tua was in with Miami it was not an ideal situation in terms of letting him develop as a pro. With all that being said, the expectation this season really is playoffs are bust. There's been a big effort to improve the offensive line and of course as we said before there's been a lot of stacking of talented players around him. So this really is the year if the Dolphins don't make the playoffs and the AFC is going to be a bloodbath but regardless if they don't make the playoffs it's going to be a disappointment and there might be a need to move on to a different option at quarterback. Again I'm a believer in Tua. I'm hopeful that he's going to overcome all the naysayers and put up great numbers and lead the Dolphins to the playoffs this season. The second big storyline is, of course, how is Mike McDaniel going to react 
to the different pressures he's going to face that he hasn't as a head coach. Everybody loves Mike McDaniel. He's the fun new kid on the block. He's a mad offensive genius. He's bringing a really upbeat and positive atmosphere to the Dolphins. He was taking selfies with the media. He's showing a lot of personality. And I think right now, that's great when there is no, you know, losing streaks, when there's no pressure in the offseason. He's, he's going to be able to kind of take that fun coach approach and it's going to really endear him to a lot of the fans but what's going to happen if the Dolphins do struggle at times if you lose a couple of players if you lose some games how's McDaniel going to approach that as a first year head coach especially with the expectations being set that the Dolphins have a roster capable of making the playoffs and perhaps even making some noise in the playoffs I'm not saying that he's not going to handle any of these things well but it is a big question mark because we just haven't seen it yet. He's a first-year head coach and he's a young guy. Finally, what will losing Flores do to the defense? It's no secret that the strength of this team over the last few years has been their defense. And while Flores clearly had shortcomings when it came to how to run an offense, he was a certified genius, guru, whatever you want to call him when it came to the defensive side of the ball. Miami has been able to retain a lot of the talent that's led to the success of the last couple of years. It's going to come down to how well Josh Boyer is going to be able to lead this defense. And it should be mentioned that he has been the defensive coordinator since 2020. He learned under Brian Flores. But how is he going to be able to coach and lead the defense in Flores' absence? Personally, I am optimistic that he will provide stability and be able to call a great defensive scheme to complement a potentially great offense with that what are your major storylines that you're thinking about for the miami dolphins heading into 2022 or what are your thoughts on the three storylines that i presented i'm very optimistic for the first time in a while i was i was pretty optimistic going into last season and that very quickly turned into pessimism and oh no we're bad again before the winning streak uh, they ultimately didn't make the playoffs, but this feels different. I mean, in the clip that I started this episode out with, you see the fans, like, very excited in the stands, you know, very behind this team. I saw a tweet that this was the first time in the history of Miami Dolphins that they're going to have to implement a waiting list for season tickets. So the excitement is palpable and it feels different for once and hopefully i'm not jinxing anything knock on wood as they say but i'm hopeful that this is going to be a good season and i'm going to be covering it every step of the way from here on out you know excluding any extenuating circumstances this will be a weekly show so let me know your thoughts on the dolphins in the comments down below thank you so much for checking out this Miami Minute. Again, I'm Brian Mark, and yeah, if you like this, subscribe. We have a lot of football coverage coming up as the season starts to get closer and closer. Then we also cover the other four major sports. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the Minds, channel is on Twitter at the Big Sport. Or WG Everything, Instagram, and Twitch, and Twitch.tv slash Wicked Get Everything, and on TikTok. 
Search with the deep source. Search with the good. Everything. Thank you so much for your time. See you.